everyone. Welcome to GC365. I am Pastor Jordan, the middle school pastor. And with me, I have Trevor. Uh, I'm a leader. Uh, I help Jordan out a little bit in the middle school. Yeah, um, he kind of gets voluntold to help out in the middle school. Trevor, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do when you aren't in town? I hit dingers. You hit dingers. Yes, sir. Trevor hits dingers. He plays baseball. You just played the last season down in Oregon for... Salem, Oregon for the Mavericks League. The Mavericks League. Yeah. What was your team name? Campesinos de Salem Kaiser is the name of our team. English? Uh, apparently, I'm probably going to be wrong, but I I heard it translates to farmer. Farmer? Yeah. You don't want to play the farmers because Trevor will <laughs> hit a dinger on you. <laughs> yes. And for those of you who don't know, a dinger is hitting a baseball over the fence. So that Called is called a home run. Yes. And there wasn't too much of that going on. But, <laughs> but your first hit this year was a home run. That's right. Run. Yeah, yeah, it was I, a texted, I texted Jordan that. That, okay. was, that was fun. Uh, this is day 328. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. So we hope that you bust out your stretchy pants and eat to your heart's content. Mm -hmm. Trevor, do you like Thanksgiving? I love it. You love Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah. I literally eat leftovers for a week after <laughs> Thanksgiving. Like I. Me too. And, but I do find that that by the seventh day of eating leftovers, I'm sick of turkey and stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> I eat it so much that I just, it kind of, I need a break. You need after. a break. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, I can kind of get old because then it's kind of like uh, Forrest Gump when he's like, you got your deep fried shrimp, your fried shrimp, your shrimp gumbo, your pineapple shrimp, and he's naming all these types of shrimp, right? And it's like you can only do so much with turkey. You got yeah, turkey yeah, sandwiches, yeah. turkey soup. Yeah, <laughs> turkey soup. Okay, yeah. so we kick off and we're in Ezekiel. And Ezekiel is highlighting in 46 and uh, 47, I believe. Or uh, 47, 48. 47, 48, yeah. my bad. Uh, and he's highlighting the division of the land, right? Mm -hmm. The Lord gives us... Uh, prophecy this vision to ezekiel of this living stream comes from the lord and comes from um the temple and then he talks about dividing out the land mm -hmm. to the tribes of israel and you noticed something interesting in that that they don't just divide it out to the tribes of israel but yeah. also that's anybody the neighbors uh neighboring this land um and that it kind of just showed me how special God is and how we, uh, the division of land shows that God's kingdom, in God's kingdom, there's a place for all who believe and obey mm -hmm. in the one true God. And I think that's very special and unique. Yeah. Okay. Uh, skipping forward to First uh, Peter, because there was some things in Ezekiel, but not a ton, but I uh, really loved First Peter. And a lot of First Peter is talking about how we're to live in an honorable way for the Lord that we, it even says, live out properly mm -hmm. in front of our neighbors. And I know that for you, Trevor, right? You leave home and you go play baseball in the summer, mm -hmm. okay? 
it would be so easy for you to live one way here mm -hmm. and then go on the road and live a completely different way. Right? Absolutely. Um, but you didn't do that, especially this last baseball season. Can you tell them kind of what you did to live out your faith in mm -hmm. the midst of uh, going away for your baseball season? So it was... It was definitely plans. Um, I definitely had been talking to Pastor Alex, um, and I'd been spending a lot of time in God's Word and yeah. and kind of planning things out. But this season, I wanted to make sure that I continued growing my faith, mm -hmm. uh, even though I was leaving my home and this community that with Gold Creek. And uh, I wanted to make sure that you know I was spreading the word and and reaching out to others. And so I started a small group. Yeah. That's awesome. Right. And right by your actions. And I even asked you um, if you ever felt like people were giving you a hard time because you were a follower of Christ and you said, no, not really. But you still continue to live in that honorable way. Mm -hmm. And that makes the question, you know, to us, are we living in such a way in front of our neighbors that truly honors God and reflects to them that we're not hypocrites, essentially, right? right. Uh, to those around us. And even David in Psalm 119, in today's reading, he even talks about not living the ways of the wicked, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. living out the ways of uh, the world. But mm -hmm. in First Peter 3, 4, it talks about how it's talking about women honoring their husbands and husbands honoring, you know, their mm -hmm. wives. And uh, it talks about how it's for women, it's about the inward beauty, right? Mm -hmm. It's not about this outward appearance with jewelry and all of these things. And immediately my brain jumps to, okay, I don't need to let my wife go to Sephora or Ulta anymore. <laughs> <laughs> is it hurting your uh, bank account? Is that a, a little that's bit sometimes? Why? Yeah, I don't know. You know, a little bit, but also she's just beautiful, anyways, right? And also, side note, Trevor is completely single. So this is, and I told them I was going to do this. This is my plug for Trevor right mm -hmm. now. That it's the holiday season. Maybe mm -hmm. you're single. Maybe you're about so, <laughs> how old are you? Twenty six. Twenty six. Maybe you're about twenty six years old. And you want to go hang out with Trevor. He's single and he's ready to mingle. Anyways, back Thank to something. You. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Let's, let's uh, keep it. Let's <laughs> stick into God's word. I like that. Though. Uh, but I, I truly believe in, you know, looking at today's society that it is so much harder for women to truly focus on their inward beauty. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, you have... Instagram yeah. and Snapchat and all these different social medias that have you telling you that if you don't have your life put together and you're not put together like this person, that your beauty doesn't measure up to mm -hmm. a standard. Well, that is the world's standard. That is not God's standard. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter who you are. It's the beauty that God sees with inside of you. And so if you know that you're honoring the Lord living out your life for him as a woman of God, then you have that true beauty with inside of you and the true beauty uh, that the Father in heaven sees inside of you. And for men, I really love 
First uh, Peter three seven, and it says this: In the same way, you husbands must give honor to your wives. Treat your wife with understanding as you live together. She may be weaker than you are, but she is your equal partner in God's gift of new life. Treat her as you should, so your prayers will not be hindered. What's interesting in this, although there's a lot, there's a couple things. Treat her as your equal partner, right? So often in society back then, it was, you know, the man's the head of the household and, you know, he he's in charge yeah, of all like certain stuff. roles. Or- right. But this says, but she is your equal partner in God's gift of new life together, mm-hmm. right? In the identity of marriage. And you should treat her as treat her as you should, so your prayers will not be hindered. Mm-hmm. I had a buddy send that text or send that verse to me a while back. And it was so interesting because, you know, I know that you're not married, but in your future marriage, mm-hmm. when you have, you know, maybe there's a point of turmoil in your marriage or you're going through a tough time in your marriage that it can hinder you. Mm. It can hinder your spiritual walk with mm-hmm. God. And he even says it, Peter writes this, he says, mm-hmm. "Your so your prayers will not be hindered, that you should be treating mm-hmm. your wife in such a way of honoring her and loving her and respecting her with everything that you do. So that you're not hindering yourself, yeah. right? Yeah. You do that out of love. Mm-hmm. But even more so, it can affect your prayer life, which yeah. is pretty crazy that um, it can have that much impact on your life. Absolutely. And to comment on that, I mean, I am not married, obviously, but I am looking at the positive of this and I'm able to see that even though I, I'm 26, I'm not married, mm-hmm. I get to learn about how to treat my wife or yeah. how, you know, I get to grow in understanding what a true relationship should look like yeah and i think that's that's special i'm trying to you know look at the positives of uh, you know what i mean it's it's it gets tough when you're you're by yourself for a while and it can you yeah. know and so but being able to trust and dive into the, the god's word is is what i'm definitely leaning on and yeah. excited for that's good because you know what i will even say when i was in my period of uh singleness before i got married you know met my wife and got married that god was truly working on my heart and i didn't realize what he was doing in that season Mm -hmm. but it was when i truly submitted to god and i Mm -hmm. said hey you know what i'm done trying to look for a wife Mm -hmm. i'm done trying to figure this out i'm just going to give it to you Mm -hmm. and that's when he led me to my wife. Mm-hmm. It was crazy how it yeah. came together and um, I was building myself up in my relationship with God as you are. So yeah. I believe, that's... you know, God has a plan for that for your life. And that's encouraging to hear as well. Someone as yourself, you know, too, having three kids yeah. and good marriage. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I am curious, how come that your friend texted you that verse? Did he, was it like a like a subtle like hint of like, hey, you need to uh, you need to respect. So. No, it wasn't a subtle hint. He just thought it was uh, really interesting, and it stood out to him that something in such a way could affect your own prayer life. 
Yeah. Which is true because mm-hmm. I'll say that when those moments are happening or you're having a tough time and you're even just trying to pray and have that conversation with God, that you in the back of your mind will be thinking about maybe that argument that you just had mm-hmm. or, you know, the disagreement that you just had. Mm-hmm. And so it does. Yeah. It's a psychological thing that affects you. Yeah. And so it's interesting that in First Peter, you can mm-hmm. read about it. And it was like, I, I'd never seen this verse before, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. now it was brought to the forefront of my mind of, okay, I'm going to handle whatever situations are, hand, are happening at home. Mm-hmm. I'm going to handle those situations. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do my best to resolve those situations mm-hmm. um, before I go to bed or before mm-hmm. I leave for the day mm-hmm. um, so that it is not to hinder my walk mm-hmm. with God mm-hmm. and truly show my love and affection mm-hmm. and my caring for my wife in that That's way. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, we want to thank you for tuning in to GC365. We hope that you have an awesome Thanksgiving. And if you put on a couple pounds tomorrow, that is truly okay. It's going to be me and Trevor. We will probably put on Mm -hmm. about 30. Okay. Absolutely. (laughs) Have a good day, guys. Thank you. Thank you.